Hey! What's up, CW Fighters? First off, I want to share something awesome I think you should hear. Well, the fact is you're freaking awesome. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> also, I'm going to start updating the website with some more helpful content. This is different than our three memberships we have. Which these memberships offer access to our private members community, discounts, bi-weekly virtual meetups, raw footage, and more for just a few bucks a month. And it also keeps the show going. Um, there are some new things in the works as well. So, as a lot of you know, in many areas of the world, Christians are being persecuted. Which, to paint a picture for you, there is no age limit for this. But there's a pastor that goes by the name of David Platt, who came out with something called Secret Church. It's where he covers massive parts of the Bible in a short amount of time to share the gospel for those who are hungry for it. Believe it or not, some of our listeners live in this sort of environment. So, over the past weekend, God really rocked me and gave me a great idea. I'm going to start posting our church sermons on the website via video and audio so that we can slip by the radar of those countries that filter the gospel. Oh, and I'm uploading hopeful content around spiritual warfare and conspiracies to help you gain more knowledge about what's going on in this world. There will be sections under the video tab that'll be labeled under Flat Earth, Conspiracies, Dogman, Bigfoot, Humanoids, etc. Uh, this will be updated weekly. And the cool part is that this will all be free. You will just need to create an account, which only takes a few seconds. Anywho, Drewski is next in line for an announcement. Then we'll get on with the show. Whoa, little doggy! So, quick disclaimer, because I totally forgot about this, but this episode will have some uh, quite a bit of language in it. Um, so it'll, it'll be a colorful variety. Kind of like when you go to those Ryan buffets. I don't even know if Ryan's is still around, but it was when I was a kid. In the Piccadilly. Mm. Okay, anyway. So, just if you have any little ones close by, just uh, make sure that they're not in the room, or if you're fine with this kind of language, okay then. But, yeah, we try to make these episodes as clean as we can, but this one would have been about maybe 15 hours of editing, so... <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we'll just let this one slide. But, yeah, there's that. And now, here's Drewski. <sighs> hey, what's going on, guys? This is uh, your lovely Spanish guy, Drewski. It's <laughs> joking. Hey, I uh, just want to say, hope you guys are having a good week and stuff. I um, just want to bring it to light that uh, today is 9-11, uh, Patriot Day. And uh, it's where the Twin Towers fell. So just want to let you all know that I'm never going to forget where I was at at the time. And um, when that happened, so definitely pave the way to what's going on right now in this country so um for all the men and women civilians that got, that got caught in the crossfire paying our respects to y'all love y'all praying for you and the families to all the first responders my brothers and sisters in blue and uh and red and yellow and gray and so on and so forth uh ems firefighters police and uh in our military um just want to tip my hat to y'all and for people that gave the ultimate sacrifice, there's no greater love than a man who laid down his life for his friends. So that's in the Bible. And um, yeah, just want to send my condolences. 
letting you guys know I'm never, I'm never forgetting this for the sacrifices you've done. And um, just want to pay you guys homage. So may you guys rest in peace and your family's blessed. All right. That's all I got. Let's get back to the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Zook. Hey, guys, I'm Drewski. Hey, don't touch that. Don't touch that! Welcome to Crypto Warfare! And if you have a story or encounter, shoot us an email or a detailed voice message to cryptidwarfare at gmail.com. That's C-R-Y-P-T-I-D-W-A-R-F-A-R-E at gmail.com. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Cryptid Warfare. And this is your second host of the most, Z-Baby. What's going on, guys? This is your beaner, Drewski. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, I just wanted to say, hey, guys, thanks for uh, thanks for coming out and listening to us. And uh, appreciate you guys stopping by. I want to give a holla holla out to Larry. Larry's a hardcore fan with everybody, dude. Yours, dude, Kevin, the man, dude. Ours, like, Vicky, Amanda, dude, he's just, he's on it. Even Dave, David, dude, like, he's he's ordering merch. He's, he's good to go, man. Uh-huh. So... But yeah, other than that, yeah, guys, uh, we have a we have a special <laughs> special guy on special. on the podcast tonight. His name is El Kevininsky, aka Kevin D's. No, no, I'm just Kevin. Okay. Hey guys, okay. So basically, okay, if you guys listen to any other podcast, guys, he's got a killer podcast. It's called Where the Weird Ones Are. So you guys know him. I know him. We love him. You love him. Uh, I asked him for a bio, but I'm gonna I'm I'm just gonna throw it all together right now. Here we go. Okay, <laughs> oh, so Lord. Kevin likes long watch on the Appalachian Mountains, hunting for Wendigo, and uh, his dog Zip. No, I'm just joking. Anyways, guys, yeah, like I said, uh, like I said, uh, Kevin's got a killer podcast. If you guys haven't subscribed to it or follow it, go do it right now. It's called Where the Weird Ones Are. Yeah, and do it right now. Right now. If you don't, I don't know what to tell you. You guys are missing out. So, yeah, other than that, guys. As Zick says, we got a juicy podcast tonight. Kevin, (laughs) thanks for coming on, dog. Thanks for having me, man. That was a a fantastic (laughs) intro. I'm so so, so proud of you, Mr. Gaylord. (laughs) Mr. Gaylord Fokker. I know, right? (laughs) Gaylord Martha Fokker. Uh, That was funny, man. Uh, but if you don't follow my podcast for anybody listening, then uh, you're probably going to be haunted by demons, just so mm-hmm. you know. So Ooh. you have to listen now. Yeah, you have no other choice, folks. You do. And if <laughs> and if you guys are haunted by demons, hit me and Zook up. We know how to uh, extract those things. So Yeah, let's so do it. You know. mm-hmm. Words. Supply and demand, my friend. Supply and demand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, let's go ahead and just kick this off, dude. I got some punch notes you gave me, so I tell you what. Let me just ask you real quick. Let's let's just, let's just let's get this going, okay? I want to know what got you into cryptids first off. Into cryptids? Yeah. Oh, just 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 into the whole thing. Where did it get you to where you're at today? How, where did it start? 
All right. Well, so I have a shit ton of um, I've seen some shit when I was a kid. Um, I've, the majority of my life, really, to present day to like right now, like the last thing that happened to me was like two weeks ago. So, mm. um, and that's and then and then uh, I think it was like 2020 when you know everything was locked down or whatever. I used to think fucking podcasts were so fucking stupid. I was like, who the fuck wants to sit here and listen to people just talk to each other for an hour or two? I was like, that's it. That sounds so stupid. And then, um, then I started listening to podcasts. I was like, oh, this is actually kind of like I was learning stuff. I was listening to Joe Rogan, and then I got into a conspiracy podcast. And then this conspiracy podcast had um, somebody who does paranormal shit on, which you're good friends with him, um, Tony Merkel. And, yeah, and then I started listening to his show. And I was like, you know what? I really want I because I, I like the paranormal stuff, like the ghosts and all that shit. Yeah. And I was like, I, I really love love talking to people like that about this stuff just because I experienced so much. And in listening to his show, I started realizing that I think I encountered cryptids too. I was like, this is fucking weird. I was like, maybe that's what I saw. And then uh, my friend, a good friend of mine, um, has a podcast. But he's not doing it anymore. Um, but I was on his show like twice. And then I texted him when I just had this epiphany. I'm literally listening to the confessionals. And I was just like, I want to do this. I'm going to start doing this. So I text him and I'm like, I'm going to start doing this. He's like, he's like, yeah, let's do it. He's like, you should do it. What are you going to name it? I was like, I don't fucking know. And it took me like. Uh, like two or three weeks before I can't settled on uh, where the weird ones are, which from what I hear from the feedback that I get from people that are not only on, but people that I encounter throughout my personal life too, are like, that's a good name. So um, I made the logo myself. Um, I think it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah. And then the cryptids that I just started looking at, the especially uh, guests that I've had on that had cryptid uh, encounters, I just started looking more into cryptids and like the crypt cryptid world just fascinates me so much because yeah. there's so much, there's so many stories and there's so like there's so many stories from different parts of the world that are so similar. So I just I think there's something to it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think um, I think they're out there. Almost sure. definitely, man. Almost definitely, dude. And what are your thoughts? I just kind of had this idea, like, um, about where do you think cryptids come from? That's a you know, question. yeah, there's, it is because <laughs> well, and like, it, well, I kind of have like like a thought that I want to throw out, and it makes so much sense to me, okay. well, other than other things. But well, I was, I get down with like the interdimensional thing. Like, I think like timelines and shit are um, constantly like uh, uh, crossing and shit. And um, I don't know. I've seen Bob Barker die three fucking times. So that's kind of weird. Bob Barker. That's right. You know Cause he mean? just recently, he just recently died a again. Days. I was like, cause I read yeah. that in the, read that in the paper and the tabloids and stuff and on the internet. I was like, what the dude already died. How yeah. does this happen? <laughs> I was like, what is happening right now? Am I on a different timeline? Like what the fuck? Okay. Oh, get this, get this crap, get this crap. Okay. I, I, I was reading this, uh, I was reading this online 
and uh, me and me and a couple buddies at work were talking about it. They said that after 2012, we went through like a time slip, right? It's like another alternate dimension, kind of. Yeah. And that's where, and that's why the years seem like they're just going like so fast and everything. And I don't know. I just thought it was pretty interesting. Anyways, go ahead. What is that too? It seems like time is speeding up. It's it does. Really weird. It really does. Yeah, man. Because we're about was it three, four months away from New Year's. Yeah, yeah. Oh I feel God. like I, I feel oh like God. I have less time in the day than I used to for some reason, yeah. and I feel so much more tired lately too. It's because we're getting old. Well, that's that, that's true. That's true. You're not wrong well, there. <laughs> well, we need to eventually like do a show on um. Well, for one, was it was it the Ugandan calendar? It, am I close? Talking about the Aztec calendar? No, no. It's it's where they have. Uh, is it thirteen months in the year? Oh, um, and right now it's like twenty seventeen. Because if you look that up, it literally makes sense. And the powers that like well, also to like the clock like, instead of the twelve hours would be thirteen. Yeah, and and it's it's wild because it's 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 literally used from from elites and all these others and just to throw our body's frequency off. And dude, you can see what's happening, man. Yeah, like it's so weird, man. Before like all this crazy tech. Did January and February were made up months too? By the way, like oh, educate me. October is supposed to be the eighth month. Oct. Octagon, uh, eight sides. That's right. That's right. And November is like um the NOV is like a. That's right. Because when you think about it, April. Deck. Yeah. April's and, the the new year, basically. Yeah. It's a spring. You know it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Because yeah. eight months from April is October. Yeah. So and then deck is means ten. So. <laughs> Dang, you just blew my mind. Kevin. Yeah, and, and then fucking and now we get. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you might be actually like fifty years old. Oh, in dog ears. <laughs> dog ears. <laughs> oh, that hurt. Oh, perfect. So I'm just nothing but a dog. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I heard that uh, uh, the the thing about the months, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. They're like, oh, like January and February, just fucking months that they, they're like, oh, there's like the space that we need to fill up. <laughs> like those, those there. And that's how um, October, November, and December ended up at the end. So December should have been 10, and now it's the 12th. But, you know. Have you ever had a close encounter with the unknown? Have you stumbled upon a conspiracy that's just too strange to be true? Well, now's your chance to share it with the world. Her Cryptid and Conspiracy podcast is on the hunt for the most intriguing and unexplained stories. And we want to hear from you. Submit your tale by voice message or email and join us as we delve into the mysterious world of cryptids and conspiracies. So don't keep your story to yourself. Let's explore the unexplained together. Get in touch and let's make some noise links in the show notes sometimes i wish i was there when they were setting some things up so that i knew so that i could be like hey guys this is what happened <laughs> i know <laughs> or like you're like that guy what are those what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> so what's the fucking theory that you had there Z 
but, okay, so I, that no, like what you were saying, I believe it has to do with time and that they are interdimensional because they these same things happen to show up like everywhere, uh-huh. everywhere. Well, pretty much except Antarctica. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. There's, there's there's other things in Antarctica, dog. Yeah, there's barely well, anybody well, in Antarctica. Like yeah, I think because there aren't really like a lot of people. I know that there are bases. Yeah, it's ridiculous how much bases cost to build, but. Mm. At this point, like I don't even know if money really matters. Like money I know that they can come up with it to pay people, just, just but pay then they can just like, yeah, it's just so weird to me, man. Like anyway, but but that's also what I oh well, I'll tell you off the show. But um, what is it? Black uh, Blackwater. Yeah. Whenever we can interview those guys, and then those are some people I want to interview too. Mm. Yeah, I got you on that one. Um, I don't know. It's anyway. just it's really fascinating out there. It is. It is. I would love to go out there sometime if my wallet can afford it. Oh man, <laughs> dude! I saw that. It, it takes some coin. It takes some coin to get out there. Oh, right. it, it's pretty, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, I was looking up some of that stuff. There's like, oh god, there's like certain zones, right? Yeah. Before you even get to Antarctica, they have like naval battleships there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. and then if you get the clearance and you go there and then you go with like an icebreaker and naval or coast guard ship yep and then you get past that it's like the ninth zone or something like that and then you finally hit land and you got all these merchant marines and all this global military unity that's right there and mm-hmm. then yeah 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 you basically got to be a one percenter or something in my opinion yeah there was well there was a story that i heard from a researcher that was saying that he's like freaking if you don't if you don't have clearances you can't get out there um there's there's um military out there turning ships around uh there's uh even when you're doing the research like you can't go very far from the base not only because it's cold but you go anywhere off too far off the zone they'll just all of a sudden be a soldier somewhere and they're like you got to turn around <laughs> yeah, which is weird. That so. is really odd. I'm like, man, if it's a place dedicated to peace and research, I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. Like, yeah. and honestly, who would really want to go to Antarctica? Like, well, Ad- so freaking much. Admiral Byrd did, and you know what happened to that? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a story there that the that whole section of his journal um, was fabricated because it, it doesn't match the rest of his handwriting from the rest of his journal. Ooh, interesting. Ooh. Well, I, I was watching this video, but I've seen several di- several of these videos, and it was people trying to. I think they were using Google Maps, and they were actually trying to measure um, Antarctica, and it didn't. Like, w- whenever they were done with the measurement, it automatically made like half of a circle. Which I'm like, that's interesting. That and is then, interesting. And then, um, and then whenever they talked about like, I just say a lot like the global. I guess I guess the Earth is a globe. Like uh-huh. it looks different if you look at satellite pictures. I guess back from the '90s up until recently, like uh, the the shapes of well, the shapes and sizes of the, of the continents, continents change. Yeah. They're all different, different Even colors. Placement. Everything. I'm like, it's it's weird. Mm. Well, you, you know, NASA uses a lot of CGI. Yes, they say. do because they didn't ever go to space, and they're not in space now. No. And I mean, like, even even like Elon Musk said, it's going to take about forty years to get to space. 
yeah. the technology we have. How does that work? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, hey, we went. Guy. We supposedly went to the moon in this fucking tinfoil fucking made fucking thing. We uh, were able to. You can't get cell phone service in a lot of places fucking here but to you this can day. Get, but you, you can, can get. fucking broadcast uh, the landing on the fucking moon from the moon all the way back to Earth. So that's fucking yep. stupid to me. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Know. Like, it's just blows my mind and then they're like nasa's like oh we uh destroyed the um technology, technology. To go back to the fucking moon what why have, like a portable laptop like in our pockets yeah that doesn't make any sense no. and then and then they're like oh and then they start talking about mars i think they were just freaking i don't know the universal was uh put in the globe in the beginning of their movies before we ever went to the moon too so yep i saw yep. that too yep i'm like that's so wild oh yeah i agree too and also it reminds me of operation fishbowl man when they're launching nukes into the atmosphere trying to break through that firmament yeah that's another yeah. thing um i don't think nukes exist oh i Ooh. think that's all a fabricated story to uh keep us all in a fear state Especially uh, when we have tensions with other countries yeah. that supposedly also have nukes. And so all these guys are like, and then all of a sudden North Korea is like, I have nukes too. And But America <laughs> and Russia is like, no, you don't. And they're like, yes, we do. But we can't say you don't because we know because <laughs> we, that if we say that nukes aren't real, then we have to say that we don't have nukes. Yeah. Like, um, I think like Hiroshima, I think it was like bombed by like an atomic bomb. Um, because they, they, they still live there. There's no like hint of radiation there anymore at all of any kind. So like, I don't know. They, they like moved right back in right after it was bombed and it was almost like it never happened now. Yeah. Which is weird. Especially, well, especially that guy who was at the two different cities that got bombed and he's, and he lived. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's like that guy that got struck by lightning twice. I know, right? What did I, what did I do? What are the odds? <laughs> like, well, it's a beautiful day. I'm going to go mow again. And well, there's lightning. Yeah. <laughs> well, then what is that? Uh, is it in Russia? It's uh, they have like old photos of like these kids and, and just tons of people wearing those weird looking gas masks. Yeah. Oh, you talking Russia? About... Like Is now? Russia? No, this was, I think, back in the 80s. Was it 80s? Like for Chernobyl? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chernobyl Diaries? Yeah, was that 80s? Was that um, Chernobyl happened? I can't. I think it, I think it was the 80s. No, because it was the 70s. 70? Okay. Like, yeah, because I, I remember, like, uh, that there was that, like, I wonder if that whole thing could have been fabricated um, to an extent. Yeah, um, there's just to um, kind of clear that area for a specific reason. Yeah, there's a. Uh, um, I just heard something about it not too long ago that um, they were they were bombed that like that it wasn't like a um a chemical spill or anything like that and supposedly there's reports from Russia saying that Chernobyl's like fine but I mean obviously I don't know that I haven't been there I haven't done mm-hmm. the research so I can't. Oh, this is all just speculation and like hearsay. So, uh, okay, I'm gonna call Boris down there. Hey, Dudaski, don't speak Dudaski. Oh man, 
Okay, so going back to what Zook asked about the cryptids, you answered that before, before we get off track. You, I know we can go on rabbit trail. Oh, dude, we could, man. It, <laughs> it goes, it goes like you go in this direction, you can go in this direction, then you go down, and then you can go deeper, and it just That's goes what she forever. Said. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're gonna sit like a night in Vegas, yeah. <laughs> Name of your sex tape. <laughs> Oops. All right, so okay, so all right, so I'm gonna go back to the, to the things you sent me. Okay, so all right, well, let's bro, let's go straight into it. So, you said that the one thing you wanted to talk about is mental health. Yes, let's go with that. So, um, I've struggled throughout my entire life, uh, with mental health, and if I can help anybody with that, then cool. Like, um, so I had. It, I can't say that I had a terrible childhood, but it wasn't like the best, right? And my parents divorced when I was super young. Um, I didn't really understand what was going on. Um, my sister was uh, pretty much in the same boat as me. <clears throat> and I think that's why we are so close to, to today. And I, I was about nine years old. And uh, my mother was pretty pretty abusive i barely ever saw my dad um and so i i tried to take i tried to take my own life and um i told everybody that i fell out of the tree because i couldn't i didn't do it good enough it wasn't like a and it wasn't the best freaking blade either um and i have this huge ass scar on my forearm now because of it um, and it used to be like super white. It's actually starting to blend in now where I can, ha I have a hard time finding it now, but it's about an inch long and it's yeah. straight across like a really like big vein. And, um, I, but I, I don't think my mother ever like, like it ever clicked in her head, uh, mainly because I never really felt like my mother cared about me enough to really care. Um, but my doctor, I remember being at my doctor's and he's like looking at it and he's like, this came from a, from a tree. I was like, yeah. He's like, yes. He's just like, like made this yeah. eye contact with me and he goes, can you do me a favor and stay out of this tree? And like, I was just like, yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> I can. Um, so yeah, so like telling that, I've told that story a few times, uh, mainly because like to basically like relate with anybody who's ever felt that like it, things are always going to get better. There's go, you're always going to go through um, through dark days. You're going to have dark days, there, but there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. You may not always be able to see that light, but things always get better in some sort of way, and you just got to find your purpose essentially um i tried a second time when i was 13 so i tried once when i was nine and i tried again at 13 um and when i when i did it at, when i was 13 i did it with a bunch of pills and shit that i didn't even know what the fuck turns out one of one of the pills was like a stool softener um <laughs> <you win. laughs> oh sorry I just, I mixed a bunch of fucking pills together and I took them and I uh, ended up being in the hospital for like the entire day with like, you know, stomach issues. And then, um, and then they wanted, then the doctor was like, you gotta, 
wanted to change my diet and this and that. And I had to eat certain things for like a couple months. And the weird thing about this was like my doctor was like, you need to eat this stuff. And then my mom, like literally that week, she got me the stuff that I needed to eat. And then she stopped after the first week. And I was supposed to be on this diet for like a couple months. And then it was just like, well, we don't care you know, kind of thing. And I was just like, Oh, I'm right back to this. Um, but, um, I had recently told this, I haven't told this story on, um, on any other podcast or even on mine, but I had saved my brother's life. Okay. Uh, literally the winter before I did this. Um, and, uh, we were out on the ice and he was on a different side and me and my other siblings were on another side. And my, my little brother was, God, he had to be like, I was 13, so he had to be like fucking five or six. Yeah, he was really young. Um, but there was like this little bridge, and then there was the lake or river, and uh, then there was a pond on the other side, and me and my stepbrother were trying to break the ice on the pond side because the pond is very still. So it's very, it got wicked thick where on the other side, the lake and the uh, connecting river or whatever, it's like just flowing water. So it's a little bit thinner, Uh, but we didn't think anything of it. And then all of a sudden I just hear Kevin and I turn and my brother is fucking up to his fucking neck in the water. And we all start running. I had my, it was my step, me, my stepbrother and my stepsister and my sister, Tanya, um, and my sis, ta- my sister Tanya is fucking freaking out, crying. She doesn't know what to do. She's hysterical. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And my stepsister's trying to console her. And then I'm trying to fucking reach for my brother. So I have my feet on the edge. And yeah. we were like, I was trying to, because, you know, you, you on thin ice, you're supposed to spread out when you're trying to save someone. Yeah. And. I didn't technically know that, but like, I just assume like, it's just weird how it just like happened. So I'm like trying to reach out and I'm laying across this ice and I'm just barely missing him. And every time he kind of like comes out to try and grab my hand, he like falls in and I was getting fucking scary at this point. And I was just like, and then I stood up and I was like, well, maybe if I can, you know, scoot out there a little bit further so that like, because they're laying down if it breaks i'm going face first in this ice fucking water and um so i decided i was gonna stand so i'm inching out and i can hear the ice breaking and i was like fuck it and i just like jumped from the shore as far as i could out and fell through the ice and grabbed my brother i went underwater i went under him and then i came up and i grabbed him and then i came out and um i gave him a fucking piggyback ride all the way home, which was probably like a mile. Yeah. Um, and I know a mile doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're on foot, it's pretty fucking far, especially after you were in a fucking ice water. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was probably like 20 ish degrees out that day too. So it, I mean, maybe 30. Um, but, uh yeah after the so that happened and then everybody's just like what the fuck are you doing out on the ice you could have lost your brother blah 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 what are you doing fucking out on the ice why are you out on the ice well no not like hey i'm glad you're okay 
yeah. nothing like that. So, and hey, uh, good job on saving your brother. <laughs> thanks. I broke his arm too. So if that ha- if there's there's a story there. So everything ah! is so epic. <laughs> every every <laughs> time I tell this, I love you, but uh, <laughs> yeah, arm your arm looks funny. So like um. <laughs> I'll be like, uh, uh, I say, uh, I'll ask him to do something. I used to ask him to do stuff from when we used to uh, be around each other a lot. I'd be like, hey, <laughs> go get me uh, iced tea or I don't know, something like that. And he'd be like, why don't you get it yourself? I was like, I saved your life. And he goes, yeah, you also broke my arm. I'm like, yeah, that's right. All right, I'll go get it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I didn't break his arm on purpose, though. Like, we were fucking around and um, I don't know, like I laid on my back and he uh, would sit on the bottom of my feet and I would push up on my legs and he'd go flying uh, through the air. And we did it all the time. And then like just one the, the one random time he was went into the air a little weird and he put his arm out and he broke his arm. Snap. OK, so was yeah. this before or after you saved him? This would be that was be that was before, actually. OK, so basically that cancels out then. Because you saved him after that, so that whole breaking arm that cancels out, dog. Technically, yeah, <laughs> yeah you're true. You got a point. Yeah. You got a point. You win. Yeah, yeah. But, but now, yeah. but let's say if you did break his arm after that, okay, yeah, saving life, kind of, kind of even. Yeah, and um, it's it's uh, I always I always looked out for him. You know, um, it he was just. Um, I mean, he's my little brother, man. Yeah. I always will. And I don't know. It just fucking, it kind of fucked with me that nobody was just like, I'm, I'm glad that you are, you, you saved him or anything yeah. like that. You know, and I guess I got shit for it. And, and then, um, yeah. So I, I try, I tried a second time because I just, I didn't feel important, you know? Gotcha, man. So. Well, I'm letting you know, bro. You, you're you're a badass, dude. I'm glad you saved him, man. So Thanks, you man. Did, you did what you had to do, bro. You're <laughs> such a brother. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to break your other arm now. No, you're a bigger <laughs> man than me. <laughs> uh, okay. uh, so uh, mental health is, is important because if you don't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love anybody else? That's a fact, dude. Hurt people hurt people, man. You got you to gotta worry about yourself first and then that'll ooze out on the other people you know you're right absolutely right for sure yeah glass can only spill what it contains yeah that's a fact amen to that man um all right man well i appreciate that for all you guys who need to talk kevin has the ear open so he knows what's up man appreciate it dude. all right uh you seen a full body apparition what's that about? yeah so uh this this happened right after the first time i tried um at nine years old so i was uh we were living with my grandparents and um they my grandfather had this big tool shed and then the swing set was right next to it that's when that's where that's where i try to do it because that's where like there's sharp things in in my grandfather's shed but anyways i was sitting on this swing it was probably like two maybe three weeks after the fact and i was sitting on the swings i was outside by myself and all of a sudden, I see something down in the corner of my eye. And I just turn, and there's this old dude sitting on the swing next to me. But he's, like, see-through. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he wasn't solid. 
and I couldn't, he didn't like his face was distorted, but I could tell that he was an old man. And my favorite part about this story is that he had something stringy in his hand. I couldn't tell what it was. It was, but I, from what I recall, it's, he was either eating a bowl of noodles or he was, or he was crocheting like knitting or something like that. Like it was just stringy. Okay. It was either yarn or noodles. <laughs> um, and I was looking a, at him. Guy was eating a bowl of ramen. <laughs> yeah. Nobody giving me top ramen. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, uh, I just, I, we're looking at each other. I mean, even though like, I can't tell he has eyes or anything, but he's like, I could, his head's turned to me and, He's doing whatever he is with this this noodles or yarn shit in his hand. And he goes, just be patient. And I go, what do you mean? And he goes, you'll know. And then I just like look down at the ground. I'm holding on to the chains of the swing. And like I'm in like this paralysis fear state where like I want to fucking bolt, but like I'm just staring at this one spot on the ground and I can't fucking move and I can't like get myself to turn my head because I don't want to look back at him because I'm so fucking scared. So I got to got wicked familiar with this one part on the on the ground and like how the rocks were (laughs) in the sand and and shit. And I just stood there. It felt probably it was like it felt like hours, but it was probably only five minutes. And then finally, I finally just slowly turned my head and he was gone. And then I was like snapped out of it. And I was like, I got up and I went inside. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. It scared the shit out of me. And the only thing that I can chalk that up to being is, um, you know, uh, with the self-harm and and them like spirit trying to tell me like maybe it was a spirit guide or something that was just made itself known to me um and it was just like hey man it's gonna get better you just gotta give it time yeah that's uh i yeah i i think that's amazing though when uh off kind of like back on the subject on what you said how you were just looking down at some rocks or the ground and you like mentally took that picture and you ingrained it in your head and you just that was just one thing you can just focus on just to kind of keep your just kind of keep your sanity without freaking freaking out you know what i'm saying yeah like during like stressful situations like it's it's kind of funny because along those same lines we had a hostage situation going on and when we went in this dude had a knife to this woman's throat and the other guy had a gun and this one i was in law enforcement all i remember was focusing on the person but also too i'm looking over at this vent to the Uh, left of him and it's blowing and it looks like it has like tinsel on it and i see it just doing that thing yeah i'm like why am i doing that get back on target oh yeah (laughs) but that's the one thing i remember though but like when you said the rocks and the ground and stuff i'm like i know exactly what you mean dude (laughs) it's a trip dude it's a trip it is. It is. It's fun. It's funny when we get into those like states, those mind states where there's something happening that's yeah. like really fucked up or fucking stressful, and we hyper focus on like a random thing. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, like I was, um, I was working at Wendy's when I was like eighteen, and yeah, I love Wendy's. 
<laughs> me too. It's my favorite out of out of them. It's still bad for you, but it's yeah, it's so tasty. Um, <laughs> and frosties guy, and French fries. Mm. Yeah. Uh, this guy comes in the back, so I'm getting ready to take the trash out. It's like midnight, and this guy comes in the back, and I just hear oh, and I look up, and he has this fucking sawed-off shotgun pointed in my face, and I'm looking at him. And he goes, get the fuck in the freezer. And like, I just like focused, like, so he had a bandana across and I just like focus on like the, like one of those little teardrops and I'm just staring at that. And then I start smiling and he goes, (laughs) (laughs) and he goes, he goes, this isn't, he goes, this isn't a fucking joke. This is fucking real. And I was still smiling because I was like, (laughs) I don't know why. And um, I kind of think that I thought it was a joke, like a, this was like a prank or something. And he grabbed me and he tried to shove me towards the freezer. And his mistake was fucking using his hand. So he had his gun like this and his other hand was off the gun. So as he's grabbing me, I'm like, hey, there's a gun. I grab the gun and fucking pull it out in front of me. And he's behind me and he's fucking we're struggling. Yeah. And fucking this guy has like a death grip on this fucking gun. He does not want to let this fucking thing go. And I'm just like, come on, let the fucking thing go. And we fall out uh, the back door that he came through into fucking uh, snow banking. And I think his mask came off and he like, and then he ended up pulling against me. So I'm, I have it and I'm like trying to fucking, I'm pushing it. And, um, I don't know if he was like a ninja or something, but all of a sudden there was a fucking knife to my throat and he's like, let go of the fucking gun. And he fucking cut my fucking throat a little bit. And he's like, I'm going to fuck. He's like, I'm going to fucking kill you if you don't let this fucking gun go. So I let it go and I got up and, um, I went back in and the, all the, there was a bunch of trash cans there. Cause I was, you know, I was trying to take the trash out. So I was trying to compile it all into the bigger, the bin so I could roll it all out. And so they're all on the ground and my manager is standing there. He's just like, he's like, like this up against the wall. And I walk in and I was expecting the guy to come be in behind me. And I go and I look and I turn and the door's wide open. And I'm just, and my manager is the closest person to the door. And I'm like, shut the fucking door. So did your manager see it happen? Yeah. But he, well, I don't know if he actually saw it at like the whole thing. Yeah. But the one thing that fucking throws me off is the dishwasher. Okay, so the minute this guy grabbed me, I grabbed the gun, right? And um, he's trying to, like, pull the gun out of my hands. <clears throat> the dishwasher comes around the corner and stares at me. And this dude was fucking huge. He, If he would have came over and fucking did something, like, we could have fucking fucked that guy up. Like, yeah. if he would have came and grabbed that guy, I could have grabbed the gun. I would have fucking, I would have beat the shit out of this guy's fucking head with the yeah. fucking stock of his shotgun. I, I, that's how pissed I was that this was ha- that he even fucking touched me to begin with. Um, but he's this kid fucking stared and I go, help. This is for real. And he fucking runs away. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what the fuck are you yep. doing? Fight or flight, man. Like, mm-hmm. You chose to fight. You chose to run. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I had I had the gun. Nothing was going to happen. And all he had, dude, I was so pissed off. Dude, I, I bet so you mad. had a come to Jesus meeting with him when you saw him again. <laughs> dude, I, I thought he was in on it. You know? Uh, That's what I was thinking. Tupac and Biggie, I got you. Mm-hmm. Screw that. Oh, dude. Mm-hmm. 
that's a trip though, man. I want, I'm yeah. I would have been like, I'm at crossroads, man. Uh, let go of the gun or I'm gonna kill you. You're gonna kill me anyway. <laughs> if I let it go. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But he did have like he like if I let go of the I mean I let go of the shotgun and he fucking bolted the other way. And um but he came back like just as my manager was shutting the door and put his gun back in. And then I just like I stood there and I was just like, Well, I'm a little bit too far to approach you now without getting shot. So Man, he made off with uh, 1600. Damn. Did you guys have any cameras in the back? Uh, no, not that I remember. But I remember the fucking owner just being like, he. I came in the next day. He's like, you're all right? And I go, yeah. He goes, that could have been a lot worse. I'm like, <laughs> oh, thanks. Penny, where were you? <laughs> what a nice guy. That was a nice, that was the nicest thing anybody's ever fucking said to me. I just so how long did you work there? I after, after not very long. I was in. I was. I was. Uh, at the time, I was doing uh, cage fighting too. So, I thought I was gonna go into the UFC. <laughs> oh dang! So I was just like, it, I, I was. I just stopped showing up. Like yeah. probably a month later, maybe two months. Now so. it comes again. You look like Khabib, bro. Huh? What? You look like Khabib, kind of. Khabib? I don't even know who that is. UFC fighter. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I was like, there ain't no way, dude. There ain't no freaking way. <laughs> uh, one of so, um, yeah. So, um, my uh, ex-wife ended up pregnant with my son, and I was just like, well, I'm not gonna let my family live in squander while I try and pursue this, because you know. It takes a while before you uh-huh. you start making bank at that. So when I was just like, who knows? Maybe I could I could end up being fucked up too before I ever even make it. So I was just like, oh, I'll just go get a real job. And then I started doing tree work. And then uh, one of the guys that I was working with was like, you look like fucking Shogun. <laughs> I was go. like, what? Shogun. <laughs> He's like, you know, Maurice Shogun Hua. I was like, I know yeah. who that is. He's like, you look exactly <laughs> like him. I was like, no, the fuck I don't. <laughs> Did you have like the cauliflowers and stuff still? No, no, I oh, never, okay. I never got that. I got you. Luckily. Oh, luckily, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> so we're, I, I take it, I take it you're more of like a, not a ground and pound, but a stand-up fighter? I am a stand-up fighter, yeah. Okay, I figured, yes. You said you didn't have any cauliflower. I was like, okay, you're not, you, you, you don't really take it to the ground. Gotcha. Yeah, I try to stay off the ground. And yeah. being amateur, like none of the guys like really tried to go there. Oh, did you jitsu so, and stuff? Gotcha. Yeah. Um. So they a lot a few of them. Well, if, so I I was I ended up being three and one, uh, in the as an amateur before I was just like fuck this, <clears throat> I wasn't really making anything, and then you know to pay the trainers and all this shit, <laughs> um. There was so some of them it would end up there probably like in the second round, but a lot of them would, um, just because like a normal fight kind of thing, everybody always tries to stand up. But my thing was, I need to stay up because once I'm on my back, I'm like a fucking turtle, and <laughs> it's almost like I don't know what to do, like I know what to do, like I just can't seem to like apply it well enough. Yeah. So like I had to stand up and um a lot of like the the three rounds that I the three uh fights that I won 
all three of them, they were like, well, I don't want to fucking stand up anymore after the first round because there was a couple of them that I almost knocked out. Yeah. And then the second round, they were like, let's take this to the ground. And then I knocked. I Well, so I won. Two of them was a split decision in my favor. And then one of them, I knocked him out. So he was trying to fucking take me down. And I just, he like, he shot on me. Like, as he's coming in, I uppercutted him. And he fucking just continued going to the ground. And then he was fucking out cold. I was like, yeah. <laughs> 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 highlight reel. No cameras Ran into your fist. That was awesome. <laughs> Where the cell phones at? <laughs> <laughs> we had the flip phones back then. So. Oh, good old cricket. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Classics. Uh, but I fought this huge black guy in Massachusetts. Yeah. And I was like, I walk it because I didn't know who it was. Um and that's another thing that they don't really tell you about the amateur league is that you don't really get to know who your opponent is all that well. Like, cause you're all, everybody's unknown. Yeah. Pretty much. But this, so uh, I was two Oh five. So light heavy. And, um, this guy comes fucking, he comes walking in and I swear to God, he was like a fucking silver, bro- black, b- silver back gorilla, dude. This fucking dude was humongous. Yeah. And I was just like, this guy's 205. And they're like, yeah, he he weighed in at 205. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Well, his, his crap does. <laughs> I was like, this guy's fucking going to murder me. But I, I, lied. I, st- I stood in there with him and um, he was scary looking too. Like he was fucking scary. Uh, he was taller than me, but I, he was, I think it was what it was, was he was just like extremely lean. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, he fucking, he was a good fight. He was probably the best fight I've ever had in my entire life. And that includes like the stupid little street fights. Yeah. So, and yeah, I, there, there, there was times, there was one time that he hit me in the temple and it was just like, I'm going out. But, it's, it's kind of it's kind of funny when you get hit like that. It's like your body just kind of like like your leg. You don't you don't even have any control. It just happens. Yeah, it just happens. You just like oh, here goes my legs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like going to sleep, but you were standing at the time. <laughs> yeah, it's seriously you get like sleep paralysis, but you're awake as you're standing up. <laughs> Dang body. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, they're taking me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, that's cool, bro. That's, that's man. You sound like you had a pretty awesome, uh, like just up and down, like crazy. Um, yeah, well, life so far, man. Yeah, so far. I mean, I got into yeah. the the amateur league based off of you know my high, my middle school and high school experience because I spent so much of my life being fucking angry all the time, and I just wanted to hurt somebody. So that's what I did through high school. Like anybody that fucking, it was just like the could be the littlest thing. I was, I was fucking just main. Usually it was just like they say something fucking stupid and I was already swinging. Yeah. Um. So like I was just always wanted to fucking hurt somebody all the time. And um, <laughs> I've calmed down quite a bit. Now I try to uh, not be in confrontation. I mostly try and talk my way out of it now, yeah. mainly because. I know what I'm capable of. Um, so not to like try be like, Oh, I'm fucking like super tough or something like that. But just I like, I know how to fight and I was trained to fight. So, and not knowing that this, the, I mean, 
these people that I'm talking my way out of, they could be fucking like black belts or some bullshit. You know what I mean? And uh-huh. fucking knock me out or fucking put me in an arm bar without me realizing what's happening and fucking break my arm or some shit like that. Yeah. I'm not saying like I can take anybody. I'm just saying like, I know what I'm capable of against somebody that doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's, a, that's basically how it is when someone, someone's been at war, someone's been in fighting or whatnot. If they do it long enough, when they do come back to that again, they're just going to take, you know, like, Hey, like let's you know, let's, let's just not do this, you know, cause they know the repercussions of it. They've yeah. been through it. They know what's up. Yeah, and people can die from fist fights. Yeah, heck yeah. It it it, it happens all the time, and then mm-hmm. and then you're in jail for murder. Technically, exactly. You hit someone with the car with a good right cross, and their head hit the concrete. Yeah, they're dead. That's it. It's over. Exactly, and then you yeah. ruined your life and uh, their life. Their and, life. You know, you don't the, the, their loved ones and mm-hmm. all that just because of a fucking disagreement. Yeah, I hear you, man. I got you on that. All right. So that full body apparition. Shadow people your entire life. Yes. So uh, I was like five years old, I think. Uh, yeah. This was my very first like ever an experience of any kind. So we were living in Vermont in this trailer and... Um, my sister was like, there's a witch outside my window. And my mom was like, no, there isn't. And um, I remember my dad going in and being like trying to console her. And she's, he's like, I'm going to send, I'm going to call Wonder Woman and she's going to come here and protect the house. And I'm going to call Bugs Bunny and Tasmanian Devil. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> And okay. uh, she's he's just like doing what you know, just trying to like make her feel better. She's like three or four at the time, and I was just like fucking witch outside the window. So I'm wa- so I end up walking to as I'm walking by her, I was just like, man, she's crazy. And I get to my the doorway of my room, and all of a sudden these two shadow figures just go whoosh, fly by my window, Boy. and. I know it's like it's a trailer, but we were like on like a some kind of foundation where this trailer sits higher than normal. Um, So like if you're a full grown adult, you can't you're not like face level with our uh, windows. Like you have to be like up a little bit. And I and I see these two figures and the only thing like the best way that i can describe it it was like they were just like these two witches flying around the house going hee you know what i mean like fucking just um and i was just like oh shit and i went back to my living room uh and sat on the couch and i remember my dad coming out and being like what the hell get to bed and i was like oh okay <laughs> i didn't tell him about it but it, me and my sister ended up talking about it later on yeah um and then, so that, like, nothing happened. That was it. I just saw those two fucking figures. And and it was done with. Um, but they were, it was, and it was fucking pitch black outside. But I could still see them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's the age-old story, fucking, they're darker than the darkness. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and then, um, when I was living with my grandparents... Right after, you know, I, I tried to take my own life, so everything was, like, amplified, you know, like, when you're in that state. 
get ready for some monster-sized entertainment with no pesky ads. Subscribe to our Cryptid and Conspiracies podcast for just a few coins a month. And listen to all the spooky tales of the unknown creatures and conspiracies and commercial-free bliss. Get your subscription now and join the hunt for the truth today. Link in the show notes. Um, so it was that full body apparition was the first thing. And then every day um, I would get home from school. Um, there would be a shadow figure in the basement. Yeah. Uh, either when I'm walking by, if the door was open, I would see them standing on the stairs. Um, but my brother, my older brother's bedroom was downstairs. And for whatever reason, my mother dubbed his room to be the designated video game room. So to play N64, I had to go into this basement every day and encounter these fucking shadow figures. And they would be, they never did anything or anything like that, but they still scared me. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I'd be leaned, like sh- looking like shoulders crossed, leaned up against the lolly column, or they'd be standing in the uh, a corner, or they'd be under the stairs. Um, just checking you out. Yeah, just watching. And, um, so uh, I'd, I'd come down the stairs and I'd like, sometimes I would go like this as I walked to my brother's room because my brother's room um, was probably like 10, eight to 10 feet from yeah. the uh, stair and you just go in there and then his room was finished, but the rest of the basement wasn't. Gotcha. <clears throat> so, um, and it was funny too, when my, my grandfather would send me down there to the unfinished part, which is where I saw these things, I would, uh, the lights would be on. And before I would ever see them, I'd, I'd, I'd kind of close my eyes at first. And then I would start singing and I'd be like, don't hurt me, please. <laughs> <laughs> Trying I'm to ser- your next trying single. To serenade him. Yeah, trying to serenade them with love or something. I don't fucking yeah. know. Like I was like, if they if they are serenaded, they will be like, oh. What if they just started like dancing, like, <laughs> oh God, like a creepy kind of dancing, like ah, like right towards you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just like I was. I always just thought if I saying they wouldn't fucking touch me so good vibes out there you go i was just like i'm just trying to get this from my grandfather don't hurt me (laughs) (laughs) oh here he comes again (laughs) (laughs) you want to see see my purple heart (laughs) (laughs) okay so question okay so question so okay so this is your older brother's room would he ever see these things I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I never said anything to him. I only talked to my sister about this stuff. Gotcha. Okay. And in that same house too, my sister. This is a. My sister uses this story to say that I would. I. I would most likely survive a horror movie. So, we're getting ready for school one day, and um, we're walking down the hall, and I'm behind her, and she sees this black mass. I didn't see it, but she sees this black mass go from the kitchen into the living room and she dropped her fucking her backpack and screamed turned and ran and i was just like what what ah and i dropped my shit and i followed her and my mom's like what the hell's happening she's like i saw i saw this blah 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 and fucking my mom looks at me and goes what what what'd she see and i was like i don't know she screamed and ran so i did yeah, there you go 
but yeah, so she's like, every time she tells that story, she's like, Kevin would survive a horror movie because he didn't ask questions. He just fucking runs. Um, so <laughs> he didn't stick around. He's out. <laughs> Smart man. So yeah, no, and then um, and, and then as far as the like, my brother, uh, my sister said that you know she that he has seen some stuff that she's talked to him about it but my brother and i used to be pretty close <clears throat> we're not anymore we haven't been for a while gotcha. um, i actually just saw him today and the only thing i said to him was that he was funny looking as we walked by i was like <laughs> i was like hey my son said that you, you're funny looking he goes yeah it runs in the family and then i just continued walking that was it you know yeah i got gotcha. you um i mean i love him because my he's my brother but there's things that transpired um that i just was like you know what this is not, not a person i want to associate with um and my mother too my mother is some was one of those people that i kind of cut ties with too she still tries to reach out yeah um but you know it is what it is i just mm-hmm. i just don't have time for uh i guess like negativity which yeah. there always seems to be some kind with either one of them. So I'm yeah. just like, you know, fuck this. Fuck this. That's not good yeah. for my spirit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for the shadow, for my experience as a shadow figures, it was all, all, every day in that house, in my grandparents' house. And um, and I still see that I start was seeing, I bought this house two years ago, almost yeah. three years, three years ago. Um. <clears throat> And I see them all the time in my upstairs hallway. Just they're never in my room, but I can see they're always in a different spot. Sometimes I can only see like half their head or something, or sometimes they're mm. peeking like this. God, I got freaking goosebumps. Yeah, and uh, and then I had Farrah on my podcast, and she like did this like pendulum thing, and her pendulum told her that they were it was negative and that it didn't. It didn't was not a good thing for me. So like when I just because I've experienced them through my whole entire life, like I've seen them, um, I've seen them outside in random places sometimes too, like throughout my entire life. Um, and it just like after after my grandparents' house of every day going downstairs to play video games and seeing them, and then you know, and that was year that was years of every day. Um. It just like kind of numbed me to it. So when I was seeing them in the hallway upstairs in, in this house, like I just didn't care. I was just like, "Oh, hey, what's up?" Yeah, you stay your thing. And uh, so Farah said that they seemed to be negative. So like I did like this sage cleansing or whatever. And I hadn't seen them since. So yeah. I haven't told the story in depth yet. Um, I've kind of touched on it on my show so far, yeah. but I haven't really gone into like detail. So. <clears throat> This girl that I'm seeing um, had stayed over one night or sh- no, she was here one night like and this was like weeks ago, month, maybe like a month ago. It, it might have been July. And she's like, um, she's left and I went to bed and I'm laying, I'm sleeping and I just hear Kevin. And I like opened my eyes and this fucking shadow and it looked like it had long hair, like it was her. So I thought it was her at first. 
And then all of a sudden I was in that fucking fear state and paralysis where I couldn't fucking move. And it was like to like visually show you it's going like this coming towards oh, you. Oh, like gosh, no. Like, oh, dude. And I'm just like, I'm sitting there and I'm just like, oh, oh, and I'm fucking like my heart, my chest is pounding. And like my phone, my the way that I was laying, my arms were out. My arms had already gone out to like when I woke up to see this and i'm like am i dreaming am i dreaming and fucking my phone is right there on the charger and i'm just like and i i can move my fingers but i couldn't move the rest of my body and this thing is just coming towards my bed and just fucking <laughs> i would have said i would have said siri play thriller <laughs> <laughs> and then i like like willed myself so hard to fucking grab my phone and i fucking turn my light on and there was nothing there and i was just like holy oh fuck. dude like that choppy move though how they move like dude, that that's, all, like contorted. that's one thing man yeah i've never seen a shadow person move period so i haven't heard of them move like that either i don't know what that is that's yeah i'm sad. not i'm not think i'm thinking that either i was like half dreaming or something or but it's definitely i think it's definitely something pretending to be a shadow person. I that's what I think. Um, I haven't seen it since since that one time, but it was really weird. I just I heard my name and I thought she was coming back to my house. Yeah. And I just opened my eyes. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then what, I just see this. It was, like, whatever it was was trying to probably heard her call your name, I'm trying to mimic. You know. Yeah. But that yeah. walking like that. That oh man, dude, that so was the... did that. So she did that. I kind of wanted to scream, yeah, yeah. but I, I couldn't even move. You know what I mean? So, um, it was, oh my god, that was the, that was by far the well, no, no, it wasn't the freak. It was the maybe the second. It's it equally, I should say, it was it, as far as fear state. It was equal. I have two experiences. I have another experience that was equally as scary as that. So, and it is so wild, like, um, because I looked into it, but also through talking to other people, that sometimes, like in children, when they are going through a difficult time, it's like the atmosphere that it that is created is almost like a lure to these like spirits because they feed off of fear. Always, but a lot of them are like drawn to that, and and then they they kind of they'll they'll almost uh, latch or latch themselves to you, kind of like a parasite. As long as you have that trauma, it's really really weird. Um, and two, I don't. Know, there's something also with mirrors. So I don't know if there were like specific mirrors that you've had in your family for generations, or if there was something like a charged item, charged um, object. Yeah. Yeah, and it. Because some of this stuff, I mean, yeah, it does make I, sense. Yeah, do you have any? Uh, yeah, like Zook was getting on. Do you have any like relics or anything you have from your family from years past? I do not. Well, actually, I have uh, stuff from my uncle that um, has passed, uh, that passed away a few years ago. My both my kids have one of his mattresses, um, so they, um, and then. Um, they have, my son has a couple of his th- things. Um, I have, 
I I have a bunch of like movies and like small things that uh, came from him. So. I got you, man. Have your kid, uh, have your boys or your kids said that they seen anything around the house or anything like that? My daughter says that she has seen uh, shadow people in the hallway, and um, but she doesn't seem to be afraid of it. Yeah. Uh, my son says he hasn't seen anything, but my daughter says that she has. And um, she only told me this after I was on uh, Tommy's podcast um, where I was talking about shadow figures and she happened to be like walk into the room as I'm talking about this house specifically. And she just like stopped and stared at me <laughs> and she like was like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? And then it was like two weeks after that, she told me that she's seeing shadow people. So I don't know if she's just like, um, ma- not like making it up, but like, I don't know, trying to like relate to me or something. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I gotcha. So I'm not 100% sure if the kids are seeing anything. Yeah. I got you, man. Wow. Mm. I'm still thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, fuck it. That, that is what made it creepy. Like, if it was just, even, I don't, I don't know if just walking regularly would have freaked me out as much, but it was, that, <laughs> just like, people don't get mad. Don't get mad. <laughs> don't get mad. I'm going to say, I'm saying, oh, the shadow person special in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Wait, like, something wrong with my life. <laughs> I got cerebral palsy. Hey, you guys! There's this guy. A, a there's this person, kid that they had toes. <laughs> He's walking to you like this. <laughs> uh, there's this Irish kid that I went to high school with, and uh, turns out he was just autistic. I love it. I love it. All right, let's go. All right, let's let's tap on. Speaking of Irish, let's tap on to the. You came across some mushroom people in the woods, dog. Bro, so I did uh, regression therapy, uh, mainly for like the mental health. Uh, aspect of it i was trying to remember some things from uh my past which turns out um one thing that came out of it was a memory of my mother choking me so that was fun (laughs) um anyways so this this happened to me and my sister but my sister doesn't recall it but i don't even remember my sister even like all right so i'll just tell the story and then i'll so um we were getting ready to go somewhere. I had, I used to wear glasses back then. Um, and, uh, we were supposed to be going somewhere. Me, my sister and I wanted to go outside and my mom said that we had like a certain amount of time to go outside. So we go outside and it's just like a light dusting of snow. And one thing that we used to like to play outside was pretend that tracks in the snow were like, exotic fucking uh animals or like or some kind of creatures that we had to like track and i want to say it was like squirrel tracks but we were pretending it was an alien 
and we're following it and we get down into this trail that we always go down and there's like a little river and I, it's well, like a stream, like not a river. So it's like very small. <clears throat> and I used to like collect frog eggs and catch frogs and shit in this, in this Creek. And so we get there, we get to the Creek and um, all of a sudden it was like a, it was like somebody threw a blue plastic thing over my, over my eyes. And just like all of a sudden it was just like like that. And I just stop and there's like this little village of mushroom people. And they're like fucking like two, three inches tall. Maybe they look exactly like mushrooms. They don't have eyes or anything. They don't look like fucking toad from Mario or anything like that. So um, they had like these little arms, but they just their stems. They didn't have like separating legs or anything. It was just a stem and they were it, it. Almost like if you had like a sack, like yeah. a burlap sack, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and they're like stoking this fire in the middle of the village and that's fucking, there's like houses going up alongside these tree, all these trees and stuff. And there's no snow all of a sudden, as soon as like this, this, it was like, it's basically like going through a portal. My sister was right next to me and then she wasn't. Yeah. And, um, and then I get this tap on my head. And my glasses fall to the ground and I feel this on my shoulder and I kind of just turn my head and there's this fucking mushroom on my shoulder. And I was, and I was never like scared of this whole entire thing. It was kind of like a euphoric feeling the entire time. And like, he didn't speak to me, but it was like through my head, I guess like telekinesis kind of shit. He's like, Hey, you don't need those. I was like, my glasses? He's like, yeah. And then just as he said, yeah, it was just like back. And like, I have my head turned like this. And then all of a sudden my sister's standing there and he's not on my shoulder. And I was just like, that's a trip. Like the whole experience was like maybe two minutes. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah. That's cool. And my sister's staring at me and I go, my glasses fell. I lost my glasses and I couldn't see them. <clears throat> and she's like, where are they? And she's trying to help me look for them. And then she stepped on them and you just hear, and I was just like, Oh, and I flipped my shit. Yes. And like, cause I was going to tell her the story that just happened. And, um, and then once she stepped on my glasses, I just was like, it was the end of the world. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I lost my mind and completely forgot. I mean, I wasn't mad at her. I was just like, Oh my God, my glasses. And I ran home. I picked them up and I ran home. Um, told my mom, my mom's like, well, you got to go get reevaluated anyway. I'm not going to get you a new pair of glasses until then. Um, because just in case your lens, your like lenses change, your prescription changes. Um, so it was a couple weeks later. So I had to deal with no glasses for a couple weeks, <clears throat> which if you need glasses, it kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, only very. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, we got to the doctors and he's just like, you, you have 20, 20 vision, man. You, oh, don't, you cool. don't need glasses. So well, I guess, and I haven't had glasses ever since. So uh, he was right. I don't need them. <laughs> that, oh, that's dude, that's cool, wild. Man. Uh, I wonder that, if he's like that mushroom creature is like related to, um, like fake. Oh, yeah, that's what I like berries um, and stuff. Yeah, but, 
I know, I know in Greek mythology, they have like mushroom type creatures. I think like protectors of the woods or something like that, but I mean, protectors of your eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just, um, it's a cool story to tell. Uh, I don't know if it was like a dream or if it really happened. I do know like the part of my sister stepping, me and my sister going out into the woods, my sister stepping on my glasses. And then my doctor being like, dude, your eyes are okay. You're like, they're good. They're better. That's um, cool, man. I know that all happened, but yeah. as far as the mushrooms, like sometimes I feel like it was just a dream, but you know, well, dream or not, bro, something happened and your eyes are good now. So, that is true. So there's some truth to that. You know what I mean? Something happened. So yeah, that's all there is to it, man. That's that's pretty. I like that. That's a good story. I like that, man. That's yeah, cool. it was uh, it was interesting. I almost didn't want to start telling people that just because, yeah. like, of how it sounds. Like, it sounds super crazy. <laughs> I believe you, man. That's yeah. yeah. I don't I don't dog anybody on there on things that happened to them. That's that's pretty cool. I'm never gonna look at mushrooms the same again. <laughs> put it on my pizza. <laughs> uh, well, as you go to eat it, it's like, no, please. <laughs> it's like I'll put like sausage party. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. uh, but mushrooms are like um, eating them is really good for your brain cells and your cognitive distances. So, distance. I so. like some good old sautéed mushrooms, man, with some steak. That's good. Yeah, I want to look up. Oh, yeah, what same. Same He was like a. No, oh, sorry. Go ahead. He no, was go a, ahead. Uh, like like a fungi or fungi thing. Can't remember, but uh, an, an expert and Joe Rogan was just interviewing him on the podcast and portobello mushrooms. That was the one. Um, and the fella, he like he wouldn't even talk much about about them. He said, honestly, if I was to tell you about the amazing benefits of them, and I'm just paraphrasing, then my life might be at stake. What? So he just skipped over portobello mushrooms. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to look into portobello mushrooms. Hmm. Well, um, what's funny but, is, remember that, remember that guy we interviewed, uh, Greg Walters? He was like mushroom picking before he came yeah. on the podcast. He had, like got like these giant, giant mushrooms, some hippie out. And uh, he's like a professor, but he's some hippie out in, uh, in California. And it was like, way out west, California. yeah. And uh, this guy's like cool as hell, but that's that's why he was late to the podcast. Was, Sorry, guys, I was I was picking these mushrooms. No, dude, he is, he, he's such a cool dude, though. He like, was cool. Though. Yeah, I was like mushrooms. All right, and then like, you know, it's starting to all make sense now. Like oh, that's it. hilarious. <laughs> and none of it the time like mushroom picking, like when you actually see a squatch or a dog man. Right. Oh, that yeah, that's what he was talking about too when he. Went out mushroom picking. That's where he had like the majority of his of like his encounters at for Sasquatch. Wow, uh, I think fucking Sasquatch eats like psychedelic mushrooms. Yeah, it's probably where you get like your like your super nice ones, and then the ones eat the bad ones. You get the rogue ones. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was disgusting. Destroy the world. <laughs> get that oh, no. Get the chopper. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Detective John Kimball. Got my cop, you idiot. <laughs> it's not a tumor. <laughs> Who is your daddy, and what does he do? <laughs> I know, right? Oh man. Okay, now let's jump over to this. As an adult, you've seen a shape-shifting koi dog and possibly seen a dog, man. Yeah, all right. 
So I was living out in the woods. Both of these incidences happened um, in the same while I was living in the same house, and was on my the first one. Um, the I was coming home from work, broad fucking broad daylight, like four o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. and this fucking coyote starts walking across the street, which is a koi dog for people that don't know. Um, <clears throat> he just walks across the street and this fucking thing is huge. And I was like, holy fuck. And I stop and he How looks big we at talking? me. How big we talking? Like wolf size, dude. Okay. Like I thought, like I thought this was a pet, somebody's pet, but there was no collar or nothing. Yeah. Um, he had the coyote colors, you know, the brown and the sandy, mm-hmm. like blondish color, um, tan or whatever. He looked exactly like a coyote, but the size of a wolf. And I was just like, holy shit. And I stop. And he turns his head. He stops right in the middle of the road, dead center, turns his head and looks at me. And I swear to God, we're fucking making eye contact. And I was just like, this is weird. And then he just nonchalantly fucking continues and he goes into the woods and then I pull up right next to where he went into the woods and I'm watching him walk and he just like stops and he turns around and looks at me and I was just like, what the hell? And I swear to God again, we're making eye contact and I was just like, is this somebody's dog? Like, do I need to fucking like try and go get him or something? (laughs) And he's just like, looks at me he's looking at me and then he it was almost like he was like all right you're gonna see some shit and there's like this it goes (laughs) up and there's this huge ass pine tree dude and like right on this other side of this little hump it's like a almost like a straight down kind of thing so like the way he first of all the way he approached this was like really like not dogish um and he reached he like got to this hump and he put his paw up like to go over this and he like his his paw changed into a hand a human hand oh like went up against this tree and then he went over the hump like a human would and then fucking gone and i was just like what the fuck i was like i didn't smoke any weed today (laughs) uh what was that and then i just continued driving i was like maybe i'm just like imagining this and i walked into the house and i was like um uh, I went to my ex-wife and I was like, I just saw a fucking coyote in the road. And she's like, in broad daylight? And I was like, yeah. Isn't that weird? She's like, that is really weird. And I go, you want to hear something even weirder? His fucking <laughs> paw turned into a fucking hand. And she's like, shut the fuck up. I was like, I swear to God, I saw this. I was like, unless the fucking, like, the sunlight coming through the fucking woods was, like, playing mind games, you know, or something. I wonder, like if, you saw a, I wonder if you saw a skinwalker, bro. That's, that's what I was, that's, that's what like. I, like, chalk it up to be but i don't know like it's like um it was it was weird like i and i never saw this dog or coyote ever again yeah um and that was like the only thing but i saw i mean i saw coyotes all the time but i never saw a coyote that fucking big before in my life yeah like he was fucking well fed yeah so (laughs) that (laughs) that was weird and that was like fall of 2013 maybe like it was like September-ish. Like there was the leaves were starting to fall. So it was like end of September, maybe beginning of October. Yeah. So like there were still leaves on the trees, just not completely. 
Um, and then in tw- the summer of 2016, so this was after um, I, this was after my ex-wife, but before uh, uh, a, my girlfriend, my, well, my ex-girlfriend. Um, so there was like this period of time where I was just by myself. <clears throat> and, you know, uh, I'm laying in bed. My dogs start freaking out and I'm just like fucking coyotes are in the yard. So I just get up and I look out my window and I see the coyotes and I see there's like, so just to explain, I have this really, I had this really long driveway down to my house and you can't, you can barely, first of all, you can barely see the road. You can't see any neighbors. So that was like the fucking best part of the whole entire fucking thing. Uh, But there was a farm to my left if i'm like looking from outside if i'm looking from inside my house to my driveway there's (coughs) there's a a farm half a mile maybe um to the side but they have this huge ass field and it comes all the way up to the to my property but there's like a tree line right there in between the field and my property but um, if you know anything about like Maine, New Hampshire, or, like New England in general, a lot of the prop, especially Maine and New Hampshire, a lot of the properties are sectioned off by fucking rock walls and like, not just okay. like, I like, not know that. Yeah. Uh, and, um, I think Vermont too. Uh, and it's weird because they're really big ass rocks. Yeah. So like if we go by the standard of like, um, Are you ready to level up your podcast game? Introducing Superpass, the ultimate all-in-one platform made by podcasters for podcasters. Imagine having access to a sleek website builder, the most powerful content app maker on the market, engaging courses, a thriving community, Patreon, and, and exclusive membership perks all in one place. With a Netflix-inspired layout that's both professional and creative, Superpass is the perfect place to grow your audience, and take your podcast to the next level. Don't miss out. Join the Superpass Revolution today. Check out superpass.com and get a two-week free trial. Link in the show notes. Things were more primitive back in the day, you know what I mean? Like, it, these rock walls had to have taken some fucking time to do. Yeah. And one of the rocks that was in this rock wall was a, maybe just a tiny bit taller than I am, and I'm 5'10". Yeah. So it was just, it might have been six feet tall. And almost, and it's just like it, it could have already been there, and it wasn't moved there, and they just made this as part of the wall, but still kind of weird. Um, anyways, so there's like, so there'll be some trees, and then the rock wall, and then some more trees. Yeah. Um, but the moon was out, and it was pretty bright, and I could see, I could see a little bit of the field, and I could see these coyotes going up and down the uh the property line, yeah. the tree line in the field. <clears throat> And I was just like, and I look at my dogs. And I'm like, they're just fucking coyotes. Shut the fuck up. Let me go to sleep. And yeah. as I'm saying this, this fucking, uh, this coyote comes down my driveway towards my house. And I could see it. I could just barely make it out from the moonlight. And it looked like it was limping and it was whimpering. I could hear the whimpering. <clears throat> and I was like, that's fucking weird. So I turn on the outside light and I could see it. And it's like approaching the house. It didn't get too close, but it was whimpering and it was acting like it was injured. And I was just like, this is the fucking weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. 
And then, um, um, I, cause I'm at the door now, not in my bedroom at the window. I'm at the door cause I had to turn the light on and my dogs are fucking like going crazy. They want to get the fuck outside. Yeah. And they're scratching at the door and I'm just like, what? Like it just, it was so is the weirdest fucking thing. Cause the dogs are going crazy and this fucking co- co- coyote is, is hurt and coming towards my house. And I was just like. Well, maybe I should go out there and like see what's wrong with it. But I'm wondering if that's what it was, why it was doing that. Yeah. So it's like baiting you out, you know what I mean? Yeah. That well, that's a long story short. That is exactly what it was doing, and uh, I had turn. I ended up turning my head to see the these other the the rest of the pack, and I saw these fucking two red eyes right where that fucking big ass rock is, just yeah. above the rock. So. Mm. Uh, me being five ten, uh, that rock being about six feet, it was a another little bit above six feet, and it was just these two red eyes, <clears throat> and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And I stared at it for a little bit, and then I shut my light off. As I shut my light off, my dogs shut up, like randomly, just stopped uh, trying to get outside. And probably about two seconds after I shut the light off, I see the fucking coyote in the driveway stop and then just take off running up the driveway back to the road and join the pack. And I was just like, that bitch wasn't even fucking hurt. And then I look back over and it almost looks like it's fucking whatever the fucking red eyes was is on top of that rock now, that big ass boulder. So it's even fucking taller up. You know what I mean? Um. And I was just like, holy shit. I was like, we're not fucking going out there. There's fucking, there's a fucking monster out there. And <laughs> I fucking went, I grabbed my fucking gun. I sat on my fucking couch. I put my, had my gun. I fucking put the fucking magazine in. I pulled the bolt action. I fucking put, put that fucking uh, round right into the fucking barrel ready to, so if I had to, if right, it came through a fucking eight. window, I fucking pull, all I got to do is pull the trigger at this point. And my dogs both joined me on my couch, fucking, and they just they shut up. They weren't making any more noises. Dude, that had to be a long night, man. Did you ever fall asleep? I did. I I ended up falling asleep, but it was there was a long time where I was just like super scared. So this was the other thing that I was telling you about that fucking scared the fuck out of me, and I was just like. I was sitting on the couch and I didn't know what to do. I was so scared. I held that fucking rifle so tight. My dogs were almost like knew what they were like something was happening and they were just like leaning up against me and i don't know it might have been the the sun might have been coming up by the time i actually fell asleep but i remember waking up like this and I feel like, oh yeah. oh my yeah. neck <laughs> but yeah i never knew what that was until i started listening to podcasts and people talking about cryptids and yeah. it kind of like falls in the line of like a dog man. Like oh, seriously, that's man. what it sounds like, man. Like amber eyes, red eyes, tall, over six foot. Yeah, dude, seriously. And accompanied and, by a pack of coyotes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Another thing that I hear that it is yep. accompanied with. So this is that's fucking wild. Trip, man. Dude, good thing you didn't go out there and check on that dang, bro. Mm-hmm. I thought about it too, uh, but I know coyotes are also like they'll they'll bite Back you animals too anyways. Yeah. So like even if I was trying to help it, it would probably I probably would end up getting bitten even if it was alone. Yeah. Um so like I was already kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to, and then I saw the red eyes. So I was like, I'm definitely not gonna <laughs> that's crazy, that's crazy, man. <laughs> 
Dang. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. What now? Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> Zuck. Man, I really want to know what those those eyes were, what they were attached to. Same. Same. Like, I don't know if I'll ever know now, but uh, like I'm, I mean, I know uh, some Bigfoot. They give well. They're more of like. Well, I've uh, heard that, that, like red eyes, the bioluminescence, something. Yeah. Uh, and then Dogman, it's more of like an orange, but I think too it just varies. Because I think right. there, there there were so many different, freaking different types. Yeah, well, talking Nick Valente, he's talking about, um, oh God, because there's okay, there's certain ones, right? You got you got your physical ones, then you got your interdimensional ones, then you got your spiritual ones, right? Yeah. The okay, so when you saw those four red eyes, right? Did you feel like did you feel like kind of like a primal fear come over you? Yeah, instantly. Yeah. The, the oh, minute yeah, I me, I noticed them there, dude, the I was man. just like, sure. Yeah. And, uh, okay. <laughs> Honestly, with the gun you had, did you feel it could have done any damage if they were to try to come in? Um, it was a 308, so it would have been a pretty decent hole. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 308 is good to start off with for sure. Yeah. Because yeah. they're saying that, um, well, anytime we go dog man hunt or something, I need to up my game. They said, <laughs> uh, oh, Nick said that you need to get a 308 or bigger. Those, those are oh. things that will put them down. So All you're right. good to go. Yeah. Well, yeah, it never came into the house, so <laughs> I didn't. Ha I didn't have to find out. <laughs> yeah, that's good, man. Well, yeah, you're definitely that. That's smart, though. Also, also having dogs with you too, because dogs can definitely pick up on things that we can't. They can sense yeah, things we senses. can't. You know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The well, the one of them I still have. So, and yeah. she's the one that I am basing the comic off of. So, and she's that T-shirt design. I don't know if you ever saw the Etsy, but yeah. she's uh, um, she's one of the designs. So, nice. That's better. Right. Oh, catch tone. Yeah. All right. Now, since you did that, that's basically all the notes, dude. Let's talk about like that Specter Moose, bro. The Specter Moose. Yeah, let's get into yeah. that. So real quick, so what's up with that? You're you're, you're pretty hype on that. I was doing some yeah. research on it too, like last night. This okay, this this part is pretty crazy. I, I was reading through it. I, I get a lot of my information off of Cryptid Wiki. Yeah, you ever heard of that? Yeah. I yes, like that. yes, I have. So I was reading up on the Spectre Moose. This is pretty cool. Oh, uh, it says the okay the white moose uh, from from the state of Maine were known to pop up in towns before bad things happen, similar to Mothman. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that. So it's it's interesting because they're associated. It, it it's been associated with like this like euphoric, good, like heartwarming feeling, and then it's also been associated with like gloom and doom. Yeah, you know. So like the one of the first encounters back in like the 1800s, it was like this, uh, I think it was late 1800s, but I can't remember exactly uh, the exact year, but it was this dude, Clarence it Duffy. Was 1891. 1891. So very late 1800s. Yeah. Um, it was Clarence Duffy and he was like um, this hunter hunting guide or whatever. And he was out there. He was, you know, taking, he had a uh, party out there. Um, and he came across this 
uh, the Spectre moose. It was just this large fucking larger than the largest moose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was, it was gigantic from what he was saying. And it was white. It was almost like glowing kind of like, um, kind of, I don't know. I think he described it as possibly, I don't know, but he had this, like he was overtaken, like he was enamored. Like he was just like, like an awe of this fucking moose. Yeah. He didn't take a shot at it, be, even though that's what they were out there to do was hunting. And he saw it and he just had this euphoric feeling. Like it was just, it was almost like he was uh, seeing seeing an angel or seeing God. Yeah. Essentially. Like you know what I mean? Angelic. Yeah. Yeah. So he, um, he ended up telling the story a little bit later and people fucking ridiculed him for it and shit like that. And then, um, I think like a year later, it was seen in New York and this dude or the, or, or a guy from New York saw it and started telling yep. the story. And then people were like, oh, okay, well maybe this is true. Yeah. Cause I was reading right here. It says, uh, I guess like <laughs> the following year, it said that, uh, is the sportsman in New York named Howard Van Vanness was hunting. I guess they said reports said that he shot at the moose and who yep. described, uh, I guess it, it, he was, it almost looked like a, weighing at a ton being bigger and taller than a camel. And I guess the antlers he counted it were over 22 points. Yeah. The antlers themselves are like said to be these humongous fucking things. Like yeah. they're, they're almost like an entity themselves. Yeah. Um, and there's a, so there's this story of this, like this hunting group, like killed it and slit its throat to let its blood dry, like had it hanging and everything. And they came back and it was gone. And, uh. and then like later, like in the same night or the same day, um, this guy sees this big ass white moose with its fucking throat slit dripping blood and decided to shoot at it. And it charged him or something like that while he's uh, shooting at it and he dropped his gun and he ran inside and then the moose picked up the gun with its mouth shot at the house with the fucking <laughs> gun some action yeah, it dro <laughs> dropped the gun and then ran off and that was like i think that was the might have been the latest sighting i think that was like the uh, 90s or the like 80s specter specter moose was like break yourself full <laughs> <laughs> yeah like a specter gadget i'm like oh, that's a pretty unique ability <laughs> that's yeah. crazy, dude. Uh, i don't know what to put i don't i feel like that part of the story might have been fat i feel like it was definitely fabricated that part <laughs> but i mean obviously we know there's albino moose out there yeah. but mm -hmm. like this massive thing this massive fucking moose that is bigger than a fucking uh dump truck or the size of a dump truck fucking yeah. out there in the middle of the woods um, is extremely interesting. Um, and there's been, there's been sightings like a, a thousand years now, um, of this thing. So, uh, it's not as popular, like it's not sightings enough to make it super popular, but, um, yeah. it's sightings enough to make it pretty interesting and intriguing. And I kind of want to make a documentary on it and, um, investigate like the woods uh, surrounding uh, lobster, the forest around Lobster Lake and Moosehead Lake. Yeah. 
Um, if anything, if I if I do do it, if anything, it'll be like a documentary on moose. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it would be great to see it, it, it just to see like capture a, a albino moose. Would yeah. it even be better for like something that could fall in the lines of a uh, specter? But I don't really know. I had a gentleman on the show not too long ago. His episode hasn't come out yet, but he is uh, going to school for videography. So by the time I want, so like if I do do this, I would like to do it in September of 2024. Yeah. And he'll be done schooling and he'll, he he already has all the like video, like the cameras and all this stuff. He said he, he'd be interested in helping, helping me out with that. Oh, so, heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. So, and, and then I asked you guys if you wanted to, so. Oh yeah, for sure, man. I'm going to have to get me a saw before that. A saw? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those yeah. guys, it's it's basically a um, it's a box fed uh, machine gun. There you go. <laughs> Seven six two round. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, and then I got like I started diving on make doing these like rabbit hole dives on on moose and stuff. Did you know that uh, orcas are a prominent predator of the moose? No. Uh, well, it's interesting. Prominent predator of them. Well, I'm to like, me, how, well, orcas guess, are yeah, like have to swim between. prominent predators and everything. Every man is a joke. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I hate that kid in real life. Yeah, well, I actually just saw a video of these two fucking orcas swimming towards these two kids out in the ocean, and they just went right around the kids. Oh That's wow! Crazy. Have you seen the one? I was watching some. Uh, where it had like the sea lion or the seal on this yeah. piece of ice, and they're like they're forming, they're swimming in this formation, and they're busting it and all these chunks they up, and they finally it. hit it, yeah, and they finally got them off, and they just tore them up. Dude. Well, there was recently it was a, it was like several videos where these orcas are chasing boats and they're running into the boats like crazy. I think they've capsized at least oh, one of them. Damn. Yeah, Damn, I mean they bro. they were TikToks, but I mean like you can tell like. These people were, I don't know, the people were weird. They're acting like it was it was funny. I mean, it was like, no, I'm like, no, look. But then they're like, oh, look, there's one. And then uh, there'll be some other ones appearing and slamming into their yachts or their boats. Oh, my God. That is weird. That's fucking so weird. But, yeah, there's (laughs) the moose barely, moose don't have predators really all that much. There's not much that can take a moose down, but. Um, I always associated moose with like fucking swamps and lakes because that's always where I've seen them around, like in the mountains and shit. But apparently they do cross like they're actually like extremely good swimmers. And yeah. sometimes yeah. they'll dive like they can dive to up to 20 feet for like uh, vegetation at the bottom of the ocean and stuff. Oh, wow. And I know that. that's how they fucking um, come across uh, orcas. And that's usually like off the coast of. Uh, northern Maine and Nova Scotia crossing the gulfs and shit like that. So, dude, how crazy would it be? Like, you just you see a moose in the woods, and because it dove down so deep when it went up so fast to get air, it like stabbed an orca and it just like stayed on its antlers. And it was just walking through the woods with a big whale on its head. <laughs> That'd probably be like the third coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it would be. Uh, <laughs> the, the, and uh, um, but moose they they don't really have sharp uh, antlers. 
Oh, that would suck for the moose. Yeah. yeah, they don't. They don't really have like pointy points, like you know what I mean. Like, like deer and elk and all that. Yeah. Yeah, they're more like uh, a a yeah. ceramic plates or something. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. But their fucking antlers get fucking huge too. Did they're they fall like, off too, just like deer? Uh, I think uh, I, I want to say they do, but because I would um, love to get one, mm, I have no no idea where I'd put it because it'd probably be that size of my house. But still, yeah. I'm just gonna have one. Hang it above your toilet. Oh, gonna, <laughs> yeah, or I'll put it on yeah. the front of my car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can do that. Make my car more aerodynamic. Yeah, you go. <laughs> got to enter a raffle to hunt them in here in Maine too. Like you can't just oh, openly crap. hunt them. Oh, How many people can hunt them? To, like, I think it's I think it's three a year. Three people. Wow. So there's only three tags a year. Uh, that would suck too if you get that tag and then you don't see anything. Oh my god! I waited twenty twenty years for this moment. Ah, and then you don't get it, don't see anything, and then the next year your buddy like, oh, I just I just put in for it, and then he got one. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go kill the norka. No. <laughs> um, I'm gonna call Pete on you. Uh, <laughs> oh, poor baby. Yeah. All right. Well, dude, that's. That's all I got, man. That's about it. That's all I got. Zook, you got any questions? No, I think that's all. I want to jump into uh, this this comic book, though. Yeah. Uh, let's go for it. All right. So my comic yeah. book is called The Chronicles of Weird Son and uh, Rizzo and Weird Son. The Chronicles of Wir Rizzo and Weird Son. So it's basically uh, the main character is me, technically. Um, his last name's Weird Son instead of my last name. <clears throat> but Rizzo is my dog and that's actually her name. Uh, but basically uh, we are uh, missing person detectives where we go out whenever there's somebody missing and it's like really hard to find them. We go investigate and shit. And we uh, to uh, find them. And so yeah. eat your heart out, David Politis. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and in this first book, um, the character encounters his first, uh, ever cryptid. And then, um, from there it just spawns into other, um, cryptid in, or monster hunting in general. So there's like, it's not only just going to be cryptids, it's going to be monsters like, um, uh, classic monsters like vampires and shit like that too, that mm. will be encountered and stuff like that and um so the the first comic which is probably going to end up being <clears throat> is probably going to be a, a story that stretches out um into like three books just because you know comics are like 25 pages ish um and i i definitely cannot tell the story that i want to tell within 25 pages mm -hmm. yeah that's for sure mm -hmm. so um so yeah it's going to be a couple but you like the it they're all connected, obviously, like any other comic book. It's a story that continuously goes, but like this first hunt is going to be like three pay, uh, three books. May, or you know, I might be able to do it in two, but I think it would probably be like three. Um, but the first cryptid he encounters is a Wendigo. And um, Wendigo is, is uh, popular here in Maine as well as a lot of other areas. Um, and there's a lot of lore from like Native American tribes in the area that describe these things. And it's basically just a human that succumbs to cannibalism, being out in the wilderness, lost or whatever, 
with other people and um you know you you run out of food you don't know what to do and then you resort to cannibalism and then you get either possessed by the demon or you just like just eating human flesh uh alters your state of mind i mean it does anyway Mm, like it's it's a study there's studies done on on because there's uh famous cannibals uh, that we have the unfortunate uh the unfortunate pleasure to uh share uh this existence with because there's actual actual cannibalisms cannibals that live uh to this day we know there's stories on them um some of them have become famous because they become serial killers um but so they um they end up their bodies uh, get grotesque and alter and stuff from the consumption of uh, human flesh. And they basically just become something other than human. And that's what they do. They hunt humans and it's usually in colder, colder climates. um, And they have to stay cold all the time. Um, But if it gets, if it's warm out, you'll find them in caves usually. Um, and, and that's a lot of the lore of, so they're like, so, um, mine shafts and caves is, is a lot of these old stories from the native American tribes in the area of, of where they're, of where they're encountered. So that's basically the story is I'm looking the my character is looking for, uh, a missing child and, he his uh he encounters you know cave systems and it's going to be based the story is going to be based around uh mount cantadin here in maine um and yeah so we'll see uh how he goes about um see if he first of all see if he finds the child see if he can um kill or um or if he gets killed (laughs) But if he gets killed, there won't be any. There won't be a series because <laughs> he's the main character. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's uh. So yeah, see if he finds the kid. See if he finds um, finds out how to um, fight this uh, cryptid and uh, and so forth. And there's going to be other cryptids in the stories. There's going to be um, it's just going to be a ever like a long story a long storyline just a little like just different hunts and stuff like that as um as it goes and progresses yeah so and then uh i figured it was one of the best ways to immortalize my dog because she's my best friend there you go oh yeah that's the way to do it man that's one thing i'm pretty um captivated on is when it comes to cryptids and monsters and stuff like that on how to kill them what weapons to use tactics stuff like that so i know with the wendigo like you said uh it needs to be in cold environments or anything like that so i was doing a lot of research on that and stuff and like anything with like fire like torches um flamethrowers incendiary ammos stuff like that and then i was you ever heard of a dead man talking youtube i have not okay well this guy he gets he gets Reddit emails and stories from supposedly from some, from some supposedly critter and cryptid hunters, right? Huh. Breaks down on how to how to kill certain things. 
Well, with the Wendigo, I thought it was pretty interesting. You either got to use some type of high heat flame or something like that. And then once you do it, you've got to cut the head off and you got to bury it somewhere else, kind of like a rattlesnake. You know what I'm saying? I just, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Anyways, yeah, I just thought I'd throw that out there. I thought that was pretty Yeah, cool. that's a lot of the stories that I hear, you like to to put a Wendigo down, it's the taking the head. Taking the head all, off, yeah. All, all of the stories that I've that I've encountered. And I, I mean, I'm native myself. I'm part native. So what, what are you? Uh, I, I am Penobscot. Um, it's a part of the Pas- Passamaquoddy, Abenaki, um, the Wabanaki Confederation. And our language is Abenaki. So. Okay. If you're looking for one-of-a-kind art that is sure to make you stand out from the crowd, then look no further than Drew's Tags. Drewski has created a world of custom art that will take you on a wild ride through sports, space, travel, military, cryptids, and beyond. Whether you're a fan of Bigfoot, a reptilian, conspiracy theorist, or just someone who appreciates a good pun, Drewski has something for everyone. So why settle for a boring old print when you can have a custom creation that is as unique as you are? Reach out to Drewski today and get started on your one-of-a-kind masterpiece. Check out his Instagram link in the show notes. Um, well, that's cool because okay. I'm part you. Yeah. Colorado. You. Yeah. You, you, you. Oh, nice. a little Cherokee. Oh, Chikonki. Uh, yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. I'm... I um I was in Colorado last September. Where at? Uh, Four Corners. Oh yeah, over there in uh, Durango. Yeah, I know where I was that. Was yeah, it everything? Uh, it, was it everything you thought it would be? No. Yeah. It's it pretty. Was still, uh, it was still pretty cool, but it was kind of yeah. it was lame, and it was yeah. way too expensive for what it was. Um. But I mean, it's a it's Navajo land, so they're just capitalizing on it. So you know, and then I no shade on them. They do what they got to do to uh, survive. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I was happy to pay just because of that fact. So, yeah, but, not only that, it's kind of something you got to look at one time. I went there once, that was it. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably never <laughs> like, go I'll there never again. I'll never go back again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, <laughs> my son's like, he'll tell the story. He's like, I was in Colorado and I could hear Kendall all the way in New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I love to take a, a road trip with some guys, do like some um critter watching or whatever just go to those states man because it's so freaking cool well, and you can camp know. and my yeah, buddy like out in arizona he said you don't go. even need like a license to go camping oh and then you just pull off the road yeah yeah like, that is cool yeah and um so like i really want to be a writer um so if i could like do that if i could just write and podcast um like i don't like expect anybody to fucking like buy into like a patreon or anything like that like if they want to listen to me talk they can listen to me talk to to people i don't i'm not expecting people to pay me for my podcast but <clears throat> if i can get paid like writing like stories and books and this comic book and and shit like that and like um if i get into the documentary aspect of of things too <clears throat> like just buy this fucking van that i can convert into like a camper or something like that uh-huh. and just travel the fucking the world or just even just the states um i'd be pretty happy doing that 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 sounds like a a life worth living to me yeah it's kind of funny um since you said zook and i kind of have the same (laughs) same aspects on that like with us it's just podcasting and i know a thing that him and i both love to do is we like to do field research go Mm -hmm. out like that's thing i want to do is i want to 
I know a lot of people who throw out TikToks or Instagram feeds or whatever, but I know a lot of people have problems with cryptids. They're just too afraid to say anything. Mm-hmm. And I know was talking with old Nick Valente. He he said if you can get it privatized instead of through like like the federal government or whatever, you yeah. can have them pay whatever you want. But I would love to have like because me and Zuck already have like a team of guys we always go cryptid hunting with. So those all those guys I brought to Fair's house, those are all the guys I always go cryptid hunting with. So nice. I know them. I know how they work. So I'd like make like an organization out of it. Basically just cryptid hunting, like legit cryptid hunting. I would That's love to do, I that, love too, to do man. that. Hell yeah, Kevin. Come on, buddy. Get on here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm digging it down, dog. All right, cool. Hey, hey, we need somebody guess. to punch Squatch in the face. That'd be so <laughs> freaking cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let's watch you get a black eye oh kevin man he brought them brass knuckles in that fury <laughs> get him the juice <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny i almost got in trouble for having brass knuckles one time oh, oh man dude yeah this fucking this i was at this uh fucking food truck with uh two of my buddies <laughs> this kid comes up trying to get in my face he's like did you fucking knock my brother out and i was like what the fuck are you talking about he's like somebody beat the shit out of my brother in the fucking parking lot over here fucking last night and you were walking around with fucking brass knuckles and i go yeah i was like i always have brass knuckles he goes Oh yeah, why don't you have them now? And I fucking pull them out of my pocket, <laughs> and he's just like, he's like, uh, you. So you didn't fucking touch my brother? I was like, I don't even know who your fucking brother is. I don't even know who you are. Yeah. And he's, like, <laughs> he's like, well, if I find out it was you, and he had like five other friends. I go, if you ever find out it was me, you're not gonna find out it was me. But if you want to play it safe, I was like, we can go right now, bro. And he's just like, he's like, we'll, we'll be in touch or something like that. And he walks off and then my fucking oh, yeah. like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck is wrong with people? You know what I mean? You don't even fucking know me from a fucking, uh, fucking loogie on the ground. You know what I mean? Like the fuck. And then my, my, my buddy TJ nudges me with his elbow and he goes, he goes, they're lucky. And I go, why? He goes, cause I got this pen and he pulls it out of his pocket and I go, um okay gonna, he goes in their fucking jugular like i'm fucking stab him i was like gonna, oh jesus christ you're gonna start uh, it's gonna start john wicking him i guess <laughs> yeah pretty much that's like what he was saying i was just like dude that's dark shit he's like fuck he's like whatever i gotta do to survive. He, made, he made me go there bro <laughs> It's an apocalyptic time. Uh, yeah. Ride or die. that's what i'm talking about ride or die man yeah 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 he's a good he's a good friend <laughs> Shoot, man, you can probably bring him on the hunt too. Yeah, <laughs> just give him up on a dog man. Buttload of pens. <laughs> buttload of pens. <laughs> He's got a vest full of pens everywhere. <laughs> fucking dog man comes out of these bushes <laughs> with all these pens in him. He's like, oh, and he falls. Oh, yeah, I think you should have is all those pens. Man, I, think. I think you should have all those pens laced with silver, like liquid silver in them. There you go. <laughs> you know, dude, I was reading like that actually does work. Yep. Yeah, like and from what I've and yeah, and definitely yeah. from what Nick has said too. Yeah, they some of those guys who on those critter teams and uh, the government they they lace their or they instead of like the bullet being steel or whatever, it's actually full silver. Uh, that's what they wow. use supposedly. No uh, shit. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that ties into all those movies and shit. Uh, there's some truth to that stuff, I think. 
Yeah. Well, I looked into why like a while back, and it has to do with, um, I think it was something in the tabernacle. Um, so it does trace back to the Bible. Yes. Oh, no shit. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah, well, I, for, I forgot because, like, man, I should have saved it. Um, but it was like an article that uh, I read. And it was, I, I can't remember the exact details. Okay, so you know that it traced back to the Bible. Okay, okay. So basically, like with the with the whole silver thing, right? The whole tabernacle. Some like that tabernacle was based off the silver, and they used it for like healing properties, right? And that's why, like, a lot of like holistic people and stuff, whenever they have like like anything external or anything like that or internal, they have like this liquid of silver. Like my wife, she's got it. So if I have any like rash or any cuts or whatever, I just put some silver on it. But the liquid's called silver. It's made out of silver, you know, like the whole chemical makeup of it, but it's not the color of it. It's clear. Mm. But it has like the chemical stuff of it, of, of silver, and that's why it's called silver. But a lot of that's a lot of healing properties and stuff. And then when it came to any demonic origins or anything like that, with the tabernacle and stuff, silver correlates to pureness and it's... Um, with demons, they're actually like, tainted and stuff like that. And so when it goes into these cryptids or anything like that, if you have like a silver-based bullet, silver-based knife or anything like that, the properties of it are so pure when it when it hits a certain cryptid, uh -huh. their their whole chemical makeup's off. It's not mm -hmm. created it's not created by God, I guess, but it's created by the other side, entities, devils, fallen angels, whatever. So it totally cancels everything out inside their chemical makeup and it's too much for them and they die off that way. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit. Yeah. Mm. So but that was pretty interesting. That is interesting. Very, and very, very interesting. Very, very. And um, how, how you did talk about like a vampire, man, there was this really cool. Uh, it, it wasn't a podcast, but it was an episode from a guy who was like, um, after like I was open minded to especially after like digging into cryptids and stuff, I'm like, you know what, werewolves are real, real, um, and I think vampires, you know, they might be real too. Um, but after watching this guy share his testimony, he actually was a vampire. Yep. And what? I mean, oh, and it, I I'm gonna get it. I can send it to I'm you. gonna send it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember I sent it to you, Zook. Yeah, you sent it to me, and then I'm like, dude, we need to put this guy on a podcast. But like, he doesn't He's, do he podcasts can't. anymore. No, he don't. I try to track him down, and then uh, Jessica. Talk to me about him. He tried. She tried to track him down for years. He don't do podcasts no more. He don't even do interviews no more. I'm like, but the, it's it's crazy, man. This guy is so wise. Like, well, this this guy basically, it, he was in like the Freemasons and the Illuminati at the same Jesus time. Jesus right? Christ. Yes, and dude, only that yeah, he dude. was a like a Jesuit too at the same time, but he leaned over to the Freemasons more. So basically, in um, not Satanology, but in uh, in Satanism, instead of uh, it's said like the Freemasons, right? You have like your 33 levels, right? Well, yeah. in Satanism, yeah. you only have 13 levels, okay? So when you get, he said in his Satanism, he already got to the highest peak of Freemasonry and also in Illuminati and stuff. And then when he was in Satanism, he got to level 11. So when you get to like your level 11, they give you an option. Do you want to choose to be a vampire or do you want to choose to be a werewolf? So vampires, they use, yeah. So vampires, they use to subduct and to um, entice people on getting into Satanism in like a sexual way, right? But also mm -hmm. they drain their blood and they hypnotize them and stuff. Mm 
Well, with the whole werewolves and dogman thing, they use those as bodyguards, right? So if you have like a Satanist ritual going on, you will have werewolves around somewhere because they're acting like bodyguards. And there has been cases of kids or people getting killed next to Satanist rituals. Mm -hmm. So they use them as bodyguards. Well, if you choose to go the werewolf route, of course, your body is going to contort and snap and everything. It's going to hurt. It's going to be a hurtful process when you do uh-huh. that. So he's like, no, that's not, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go the Gucci route. I'm going to be a vampire. So, <laughs> so, so with the whole vampire process in a nutshell is that they basically uh, load you up with cocaine Lots and of all that stuff. Yeah. A lot. And they form it in like a liquid. They like inject it in you. So they Jesus do it Christ. like, like so much. And you're in these sex rituals and stuff and all that and black magic and drinking blood. They're having you drink a lot of blood too. That's mixed with cocaine. So whenever you start to smell blood or see a person after, like, I think he said it was like a couple weeks, he was doing that. It wasn't very long. It didn't take very long. He like he like you know how it is like when you like smell like basically like quesadillas as they're going by off the hot griddle, right? Like your like your mouth like like foams and just oh god, I want that. You know what I mean? It kind of just salivates, right? Mm -hmm. Well, when he would see a person walk by or he'd smell blood his teeth and his mouth would salivate, but it would be like a cocaine, like salivate, almost like, like a poison. So whenever he'd bite somebody, it would put him in like that cocaine trance, like that numbiness. So whenever he's biting someone, that cocaine would numb it. You know how it is when you get cocaine, you put it in your tooth and your gums and it numbs it, right? right that would yeah. be the same thing as he's biting somebody. That cocaine would be so in his system when he'd be biting someone, it had come out in his saliva and it would numb the spot where he's biting someone and they wouldn't even know that he's biting them. And it also give them a, a personal, like a high as well. Yeah. Yeah. To no give them shit. a high as well too. Like put him in like that cocaine trance too at the same time. He's wow. Doing yeah. That wow. Pretty that's interesting. fucking super interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll find it. I'll, I'll send it to that's you. It's scary. Wow. Yeah. I'd love to have like, I don't know. <sighs> yeah. Same. Anyways. All right, bro. I know it's like super late where you're at. <laughs> yeah, man. It's pretty it is. It's yeah. all good. I took a nap. That's I good. took a nap first. <laughs> man. Lucky. But yeah, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it off because I have to get up super early because I have to go do security tomorrow for the church. So yeah. Yeah, don't man. Oh, yeah. But all right, bro. Um, hey, um, where can people find you at, big dog? All right, so I am on Facebook, Instagram as where the weird ones are. Instagram is where underscore the weird ones are. I'm pretty mostly active on Instagram. Facebook, I forget a lot. Um, (laughs) And if people have stories or they want to talk about weird shit or conspiracies, I love conspiracies, um, they can email me too, or they can DM me on my Instagram, but my emails where the weird ones are at gmail.com. And the show is on Amazon music, Spotify, Apple, um, the fuck else? iHeartRadio, And then I have video aspect on, uh, YouTube and rumble. Uh, so far YouTube has, uh, kicked only one episode. So, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but Rumble has that episode, and yeah, then Rumble's all the audio, uh, all the audio stuff um, has that episode too. So sweet. Uh, gotcha, I mean, she was she was only reciting uh, like um, um, articles she had read, so it and but YouTube didn't like it. So <laughs> oh, YouTube. 
Oh, tube you. Yeah, man, I'll definitely have um, Zuck plug that in the show notes, man, all your stuff. So, And where can people oh. buy your merch at, bro? Oh, yeah, fuck. I always forget about that fucking part. <laughs> so uh, it's Etsy. Uh, it's Etsy.com slash shop slash where the weird ones are. I got uh, quite a bit of um, different designs on there. Um, if you guys uh, follow Drew on um, – or, well, if you follow Cryptid Warfare, uh, you've seen – at least my uh, American uh, design yes. uh, on on him. Um, and uh, yeah, so th- I, I basically uh, I'm trying to I'm going to have other designs eventually. But yeah, it's at, at Etsy.com slash shop slash where the weird ones are. It's all it's basically my logo and there's a couple cryptids and there's a design um, of my dog. So and there's sneakers. <laughs> which was interesting um they kind of look like uh chucks but they're not chucks so they're like a knockoff but i love chucks and i actually kind of want to get these shoes but yeah um there'll be more designs coming eventually um i have to pay to the (laughs) illustrator to get these designs so (laughs) um if people would uh uh be so kind and at least buy one thing that uh and help me out uh, that'd be great. Uh, that's the best way to support my show, uh, main, mainly because I don't have a Patreon and shit. So, um, yeah, the uh, you get something out of it if you uh, go to the Etsy. So, mm-hmm. right on, guys. You heard it. Help a brother out. Go get a shirt or some chucks. Go cricket hunting with him. Go ahead. I was gonna say, there's fucking cups too. Get a cup. <laughs> Ah, there's get it all. Christmas isn't too far away. That's right, guys. That's right. Okay, now how about Black Friday? You doing any Black Friday sales? Uh oh, uh oh. I should. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to. I might do like a special, like fucking design just for Christmas. We should too. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, we should do that too, Zerk. That's not bad. We should have Christmas. I mean, we got Black Friday sales every day. I'm kidding. (laughs) November, guys. November. (laughs) Uh, I need one of your guys' shirts too. Oh yeah, we'll send you one. Hey, what size you wear? A large. I got you. I got you. She never asks a man what size shirt he wears. I never ask him what socks he wears. What size socks? (laughs) (laughs) Those are some nice socks. (laughs) Uh, I got to send you that photo there, Kevin. (laughs) Anyways. All right, guys. Uh, Yeah, that's all I got, man. Perfect. All right, boys. Uh, Kevin, appreciate you coming on, brother. It's always a pleasure, man. Uh, we got to do this again. Yes, uh, thanks for having please. me, dude. I I, I appreciate uh, you uh, sharing uh, some of your life with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so much. <laughs> There's one All big right. thing I'm taking away, and it's this. <laughs> dude, I'm going to think about that tonight, man. I'm going to dude, a dark like, room. I swear... <laughs> Like, I'm just hearing that. Uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking of like, I don't know. Oh yeah, for those of you who just listened to audio, I was reenacting like that like, jittery shadow figure. But I can just imagine like the sound. If it did have a tongue, it would sound like. Let's play Tommy Tickles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit>. oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> all 
all right guys well that, that about wraps it up uh yeah you guys heard it um yeah guys go find kevin on where the weird ones are at on uh, facebook and instagram and go buy a shirt help your brother March. out mm-hmm. yeah and like i said if you guys have an encounter or story uh you know just shoot us an email uh it's cryptidwarfare at gmail.com it's cryptidwarfare at gmail.com and or if not uh just dm me on uh, facebook or instagram and uh zook why don't you tell them about our uh, website yeah, on Crypto Warfare, we have other ways to reach out to us, and there is a link to our Etsy shop. Um, yeah, um, there's a lot more on there. And then once you become a member on there as well, there are different tiers, and you can get commercial-free listening. So it's a lot of fun, and you can actually see the the raw videos that we do. So there's a lot of outtakes. It takes time to edit these videos. And ah, That's right. Yeah, when you get to watch the raw stuff, you see a lot of behind the scenes and, and all that fun jazz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right, boys. Well, we're out. Uh, just remember, guys, we're not just wrestling against flesh and blood, but against principalities and rulers of this age. So hope you guys have a good week. Be blessed. Stay safe and keep your heads up. Question Jeez. everything. Later. Yes. I like that melody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. One time. Hey, call me D, man. Hey. Hey. Yeah. I come with a fee. Don't think that I'm free. I already know that Sam a beast. Who say I'm a beast? I already know I'm ready to feast. This ain't for the weak. I already know you wait and see. It's bigger than me. I already know it's bigger than rapping. I gotta mean it. I really mean it. Don't be just thinking I'm snapping. All for no reason. I know you need it. Somebody else that ain't capping. Don't want no handshake. I know you're mad fake. Nah, I ain't doing no dapping. I'm waking them up when you napping. Peep this. I just pray for guidance. I can't rock with people stabbing. I got zero stitches. I got levels. I got volumes. I got plenty of switches. See the funny thing about it. I'm not ever switching. That's right. I hope you get it. Uh-huh. I come with a fee. Don't think that I'm free. I already know they say I'm a beast. Who say I'm a beast? I already know I'm ready to feast. This ain't for the weak. I already know you wait and see. It's bigger than me. I already know you want me to lose. I'm seeing the clues. I already know we can't be cool. You think I'm a fool? I already know I beat my lows. No need to flex. I already know what can I say? They say I'm blessed. I already know. I don't know who needs to hear this, but uh. Dang. You can't stop what God got planned. Look at somebody tell him you can't stop me, dog. (laughs) It's D, man. They say I'm the nicest. Keeping the modest, well if I'm honest, man I just wanna be righteous I don't need a chain, I don't need a gang, I need to get rid of my vices I came with a purpose, knowing it's worth it, follow wherever the light is You probably see me with a mic cause I'm hoping you like it attached to who? You gon' see me beat my demons, that's a fact for you Gotta watch out for them people that distracting you Can't rely on no one else, I gotta stack some moves Just relax, be cool I come with a fee, don't think that I'm free I already know they say I'm a beast who say I'm a beast? I already know I'm ready to feast. This ain't for the weak. I already know you wait and see. It's bigger than me. I already know you want me to lose. I'm seeing the clues. I already know we can't be cool. You think I'm a fool? I already know I beat my lows. No need to flex. I already know what can I say? They say I'm blessed. I already know.